It's Tuesday, May 19, 2020. The ranges of storm surge could be anywhere between 10 and 15 feet. Powerful cyclone headed for one of the world's poorest regions amid a pandemic. Man-made climate change leading to more intense hurricanes. Trump EPA refuses to limit toxic chemical in your drinking water. Plus... Physics and chemistry matter, but you can't spin them. They don't negotiate. They're not going to compromise with you. You have to do what they say. What the COVID crisis should teach us about the climate crisis. All of those lessons and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Biology just doesn't care. It doesn't care that it's causing a recession, you know? It's not going to back off because it's an election year. See? That's why you can't trust biology. Too partisan. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as if things aren't bad enough with the COVID crisis, now we're entering storm season. Yes, we are. And we're about to see the first major collision of two simultaneous disasters, a destructive cyclone amid the global coronavirus pandemic. As we go to air, tropical cyclone Ampan, now a Category 4 equivalent, is forecast to make landfall Wednesday in low-lying Bangladesh and northeast India. Ampan is already the strongest cyclone ever recorded in the Bay of Bengal with a projected storm surge of 13 to 16 feet, making it an extremely serious threat to one of the world's poorest and most vulnerable populations already struggling with the pandemic. That's not good. Nope. Here in the U.S., the first named storm of the Atlantic hurricane season, Tropical Storm Arthur, has formed, not expected to hit the U.S., but Arthur marks the sixth year in a row that a subtropical or tropical tropical storm has developed before the official start to the hurricane season on June 1st. That used to be rare, according to the Weather Channel, but studies indicate it is becoming increasingly common due to ocean warming. U.S. coastal states are now scrambling to prep for mass evacuations and shelters complicated by the pandemic. And now a new study published on Monday finds that man-made global warming is making hurricanes and cyclones stronger. Scientists analyze 40 years of satellite data, finding for the first time a statistically significant global trend, especially in the Atlantic. They found that wind speeds of hurricanes, typhoons, and cyclones have increased almost 10% per decade over the last 40 years, making it much more likely that a given hurricane will intensify into a Category 3, 4, or 5 storm. So you mean as we're all worried about the coronavirus crisis... Mother Nature ain't paying attention. She's moving straight ahead with the climate crisis. Indeed. And these findings are in line with climate scientists' predictions of how hurricanes will respond to global warming. Meanwhile, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency has announced it won't set stronger limits on the toxic chemical perchlorate, a byproduct of rocket fuel that has contaminated groundwater around the country. It causes brain damage in children. The New York Times reports that the Trump EPA acknowledges the damages perchlorate causes, but argues that further regulation is unnecessary. So when he talked about doing away with regulation, that that would be rocket fuel for our economy, Apparently what he meant was doing away with regulations that ensured rocket fuel would be in our drinking water? Yes. Great. In politics, presumptive 2020 Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden... Who? 
Joe Biden has named Democratic Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York to lead his campaign's climate task force, along with former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry. It's a sign that the Biden campaign is attempting to bridge the divide among Democrats and appeal to progressives and youth voters. So I guess the progressive and youth voters, that's AOC, not John Kerry. Right. Okay. Biden also pledged on Monday that if elected, he would cancel permits for the controversial Keystone XL pipeline. Finally, CBS's 60 Minutes on Sunday focused on how society might change post-pandemic, as has happened after every previous pandemic in history, noting how fast clean air and water rebounded with less fossil fuel pollution. They asked longtime climate activist Bill McKibben about what the COVID crisis can tell us about the climate crisis. Maybe we still have a window to take a step back. And if we do, maybe the Earth will meet us halfway. You're saying flatten another curve. Flatten another curve. Flatten the carbon curve, too. And, and, and if we did that, then people might look back in 50 years at this time and thank us, you know, instead of curse us, because those are the two possibilities. I'm guessing it's going to be the cursing us part. But we still have a choice. But we still have a choice. You're so optimistic. I try. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, or Google Podcasts. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. I won't cry.